fighting not good. Somebody always get hurt. Right. I totally agree. Welcome to the next four Karate Kid Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the next Karate Kid four minutes with almonds at a time. I'm Robin, and uh, Matt is away for the week. It turns out he's on vacation, and uh, I do miss him, uh, and uh, we'll hopefully hear from him next week. But joining us today from Mean Girls Podcast, as well as the upcoming garbage-picking, field-gold-kicking Philadelphia Minute, is Liz. Welcome back. Hi. Uh, I am so excited for that last show. Uh, shall we talk 10 more minutes about uh, that movie on this podcast? Before moving well, on? I think if we do that, then we'll, what's, we will have no reason to record that podcast because <laughs> today we I are talking. I don't uh, even know if we can watch it anywhere. <laughs> I know, right? Uh uh, today we're talking about minutes 44 through 48 of the next Karate Kid. They begin with Eric's bad hearing and end with Monk's appearing. Uh, we pick up where we left off on Wednesday with Eric flirting with Julie. Flirting, quote unquote. Well, uh, Miyagi's eyes roll firmly into the back of his head. Uh, and uh, yeah, it starts with Eric saying, what? And Julie has to repeat. Yes, I'll miss you. And uh, I got to say. Goon. he goon. Then he goes, bye. And lets the train carry him away. And I was like, all right, the way you ended that, pretty smooth, Eric. That's not bad, right? Leave him wanting. Like, because some guys would be like, oh, well, you miss me. Well, maybe I can get a kiss. Or would you like a hug before you leave? Some sort of physical Well, then they'd have to get down off the train. Yeah. Come up here. Quick, catch the train. You don't know how uncool he looked trying to get down from there. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't need her to... uh, (laughs) <laughs> see him look that uncool <laughs> yeah you've demonstrated it enough eric but uh that's you know i did hint at that uh on wednesday when we were ending the podcast about how he finishes this whole thing i think is kind of smooth it's a little bit much to be like you're gonna miss me right but i don't know i mean i i have to say i do a little teasing as my love language but uh i don't know if i'd be like, I'm, I, I have this valuable secret and I'll think about whether or not I'm going to tell the authorities or whatever and get your bird yeah, killed. Yeah, that's less like teasing <laughs> and more like coercion almost. Yeah, yeah. Like, Whereas this is like, you're going to miss me, right? You know, kind of, you know, flirty. Like, do we have something going on here? Uh, and uh, she says, and I think she means it. I think she means that she's going to miss him. She's not just like saying it. So he'll take care of the hawk. She's smiling. Poor, poor little scowly-faced Julie has been spending most of this movie where all the men in her life probably want to tell her to smile. Uh, but <laughs> and I feel like any man who tells Julie to smile is just going to get a quick like palm to the bridge of their nose. Palm strike, yes. Uh, and the score is yeah, nice. Yeah, I know karate. <laughs> yeah, right. I know enough. Uh, the score is nice here too. I, it's called, uh, it's actually called you're going to miss me, uh, by Bill Conti. And I love how it kind of blends nicely into that main karate kid theme as we, uh, f- transition into Miyagi driving. Uh, and I just, you know, it doesn't matter the quality of the movie. Uh, this theme always hits me uh, as, as a karate kid fan. Wait, are you suggesting, Oh, you're talking about the last movie when you refer to the quality of the movie, maybe not being really there. Right. Or just yeah. any, any, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was specifically talking about Karate Kid 3. I was definitely not talking about this movie. This is one of right. the best, best ones, right? It's the next one. Doesn't mean it's the worst one. It's the, it's the next one. <laughs> I mean, listen, people, movie, 
movies are subjective. People look right. for different things in them. Absolutely. Uh, Not everything has to be for everyone. I, I said many, many a time on the internet. Well, that's just your opinion, man. <laughs> that's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> <There we> go. <laughs> I've seen that movie. Uh, wow. Uh, the entire thing or just a few minutes? <laughs> the whole thing. Wow. <laughs> More than one time. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of the Big Lebowski, Julie and Miyagi are driving. There's nothing to do with the Big Lebowski. And uh, they pull up to a gas station. Did you notice the name of the gas station? Ernie's? Uh, yeah. It's funny because it's a little faded. You can't really see it when they first pull up. But once she's, once they're like standing around the car, uh, you can see in the background the sign. Actually, the name of the gas station is called Ernie's Got Gas. Okay. Ernie's um, Got Gas. This gas station is in the wrong century right <laughs> right but uh, like this is not the 90s oh, oh this gas station i mean maybe back roads and uh, in connecticut no this is massachusetts whatever new england this is uh, like some south of like this is south of the mason dixon backwards nonsense or appalachia is appalachia in Ma- massachusetts no uh, they told me there wouldn't be geography on the test. <laughs> <laughs> like this just doesn't make sense to me. I live closer to it yet. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe Catskills. I don't know. This feels very like <laughs> no, West Virginia. Yeah. Colorado. No, we're mm. not going to sing the song. <laughs> it's too green to be Colorado. <laughs> um, I will tell you this actual gas station, uh, was filmed. This is on location in the town of Groton, Mass, uh, uh, Massachusetts. Well, what do I know? Uh, the population of Groton is 11,000. So 11,000 people and they have a gas station like this. Uh huh. Uh huh. This is the size of a, this is a gas station for a town of 11. <laughs> so I don't know. I, and it's, it's, I don't know. It is. Once we go inside, it is way too cluttered. Even the outside, the exterior is just junk everywhere. There's trash everywhere i don't know i guarantee a lot of that is all like the the location the way the location looks i mean i'm almost convinced that it's the 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 actual gas station is called ernie's got gas i couldn't find the gas station but (laughs) if you're a if you're a fan of of groton mass or ernie's got gas please email karate kid minute at gmail.com i want to hear it from you I guess, yeah and i guess if you remember a time in the 90s where men sat around playing quarters <laughs> at a gas station table. I'm confused. I think I, this playing... whole scene is just confusing. Does he think that Mr. Miyagi does magic on his dog? I don't, <laughs> it's, I like this whole scene is so confusing. And like, I get what they're trying to get out of it. They're trying to get to like, I didn't want to kick anybody's, but I didn't want to fight. I didn't want it to come to that. It's, that's not, that's not the way to solve problems. Um, I get that that's what they were going for, that Julie needs to learn that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way they get there, the lead up to it is wild. All right. Let's go through it moment by moment here. Uh, that's MBM. Um, Miyagi gives uh, Julie some instructions. You got to get, it tells her to get five gallons of unleaded, unleaded regular and some chocolate bar with almonds. Um, and it, first off, it's, it's strange to be like, go, go pay for five gallons <laughs> rather than be like, here's a 20. 
yeah, I want twenty dollars like, in gas. <laughs> right. Well, maybe he just knows how much gas he needs to get to the monastery. Hmm. Like that's that's the end of the that's the end of this movie. We're gonna end of the monastery. He's gonna crash into the wall. Well, maybe without- they have like a gas pump in the back of the monastery. <laughs> that's, that's what the monks do. You know how like most monasteries they they do a thing. I don't like make jam or something. Mm. Oh yeah. I don't know if that's real. No, um, no. There's there's going- the nuns of New Skeet make a, a, a cheesecake. There's a New che- Skeet monks around here as well, I believe. And yeah, they usually they have like a thing that they do. They, do. As well. they might and they, beer. like they'll sell it to like help have yeah. electricity or whatever. So like maybe these monks like I don't know uh, grow for they- natural gas in the back of their <laughs> monastery. That's not the kind of gas you put in a car, but. I don't Saint know. Maybe there's a, got they've, they've got a secret oil field yeah. in, the, in, the, in the New England Oh, that would be a whole other movie. Of course. Miyagi defending the monastery from these evil land developers that know that they are, they're sitting on a ton of oil and gas. Uh, yeah. Uh, how about the fact that he says chocolate bar with almonds? Like, did we not get the Hershey's sponsorship? We got Nerf. Nerf is in there. Could not, but... we, didn't get the, we didn't get that almond joy money. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. I guess, yeah, if you I, see, I think Hershey's chocolate bar with almonds is what I think of as chocolate bar with almonds, but yeah. Cause, oh, I think of the one with almond in the name. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you know, mountains don't have those. Um, which it just <laughs> makes, oh, it's just coconut balls gross. Yeah, it's just coconut mounds. <laughs> mounds is such a weird name. Weird for word for a, weird a name mound. for a, blah. My mom used to eat those. Gross. <laughs> Yeah, and of course, you know, at every baseball game, the pitcher is always kicking at the coconut around him as he's getting ready to pitch. <laughs> You'll see that sure. in the, the the field goal movie. Okay, uh, Julie. <laughs> well, that's the wrong sport, wrong so we sport. probably won't. Well, there's that baseball scene, of course. Uh, <laughs> there is an every sport movie. There's got to be a baseball scene. <laughs> it's a law. I didn't make it. Uh, Julie walks into the gas station and immediately gets eyed at by one of the rednecks playing poker for change. Um, yeah, the place is a real dump and, uh, apparently they let their clientele just kind of come in, sit down and drink beers and play cards for quarters. Apparently even one guy smoking. get dirty. Well, it was the nineties. You could smoke everywhere then still. That's true. That's true. Uh, you ever hang out at a gas station before? No, haven't. Can't sit. Cannot say that I have. Just the other day, uh, I was hanging out at the old shell. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, yeah. I actually, I did. I had a friend who worked at a gas station and I would come and hang out and we'd, we'd, I don't, I don't think, no, I don't know if we played cards, but yeah, back then probably had cigarettes. <laughs> it was a full service gas station. So he was busy, you know, but, uh, you know, we were like, I was like a late teen or whatever. I didn't know, have anything to do with my life except for hanging out at the local gas station. And then I ended up uh, working at one and then friends would come hang out with me. Like, especially if I do like you know- overnights. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of the only jobs where people can, like, come hang out with you. Right. Right? Like, because it's open to the public. It's like, you're not really, it's not, like, sales-oriented. So it's not Hmm. like they're keeping you from making sales to other customers. Right, right. Yeah. So uh, the one that's doing the eyeing, this is Ted. Uh, Ted is the jerk with the dog. Uh, The dog, of course, is named Joey. Uh, uh, Dog seems actually pretty chill. Like, I mean, like, eventually, <laughs> like pretty well, but like well behaved and like, yeah, you know, uh, this is he's Ted's played by Stephen Mark Friedman. 
and he's the only one with more roles on his IMDb uh, than the other guys. The other guys are like one credit maybe. Um, but funny enough, uh, Ted is his number one role on the IMDb uh, for Stephen Mark Friedman. Uh, we have uh, Roland in blue. He's to the left. He's played by Christopher Wilder. Uh, Leon is to his right in the green. It's, that's Davis Robinson. <laughs> and then uh, we have the gas station attendant. Uh, this must be Ernie. Uh, because, uh, let's see. The titular Ernie. The titular Ernie. The only other role that he has on his IMDb is playing a gynecologist in an indie movie called Temps. And it says in his bio, his name is Anthony Ejarke. Ejarke? I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Anthony has moved beyond his acting career and is now the owner of several successful restaurants in New Hampshire, is what it says. Oh, I thought you were going to say he's an actual gynecologist. <laughs> <laughs> So I imagine like these guys, most of these guys were just at the gas station when they pulled up with the cameras. So like, <laughs> you guys want to be in a movie? <laughs> you dress the part. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Julie is doing fine talking to Ernie, but then she tries to leave and Joey, the Doberman pincher uh, growls and stands in her way. Which um, is like, it seems like a thing that Joey has been taught to do. Mm. Oh, there's a woman at the door, Joey. Don't let her go. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the book, which may be based on the original script, this might have been something they cut out, Ted asks Julie, come sit with us and have a beer. And she's like, oh, no, thank you, or whatever. And he yells, Joey, take it. And that's when the dog blocks the door. Like, immediately. That's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, right? I don't like that at all. <laughs> Uh, and this is a, this movie is full of a lot of upsetting behavior. I know, like uh, uh, like every single male character. These the, she's a except, for, except for Miyagi and mostly Eric. <laughs> I mean, Eric is just a teenager. Eric yeah. seems like like for the most part, like he doesn't actually like he seems pretty harmless. Right. Right. He seemed a little dumb, a little clueless, a little like zero he's, moves. <laughs> he's fumbling through yeah. like courtship <laughs> rituals or whatever. But like some of these dudes are just straight up upsetting. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah I don't want to get too much into it because I know there's some younger kids that listen to the show. But uh, yeah, Julie, it's really bizarre how much they lean on this. Like, you know, they they are bad guys. And they're all really bad, and they all yeah. Really this is none of this behavior. Hey, kids, none of this behavior is okay. Yeah, I'm glad that that's at least teaching. Like, like be if somebody ever behaves with like this to you, like get out of there. Call yeah. a parent. Call a, somebody. Don't stay there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The chocolate bars aren't worth it. <laughs> so the dog barking gets Miyagi's attention. He kind of walks up and he sees what's going on and immediately just starts talking sweetly to Joey, which makes Joey just crumble. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, Dobermans are super smart dogs. Yeah. Uh, and so Joey probably is a little bit smarter than his owner. I've never actually had any experiences with Dobermans, but I'm always scared of them because of how they're portrayed usually in movies. I mean, because they're a bit like they're they're large animals mm -hmm. and they could do damage to you should they be so inclined. But I don't have a ton of experience with Dobermans, but from the ones I know are pretty cool dogs and mm -hmm. 
very smart, very trainable, very like, uh, like o- Oswin likes them. Yeah. Oswin has a yeah. Jober, a do- Adobe friend. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his There's name? There's one in our her neighborhood. Name. <laughs> her name is Shelby. Aw. Uh, I love uh, Pat Morita's happy little face when he comes and approaches this dog and how- That's how I feel when I meet any dog. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that is definitely a dog meeting face because, yeah. Aw. <laughs> Look, it's a pooper. Hey, buddy. I- and I love he's just like nice puppy, very nice dog or whatever. And 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 he's also like saying some Japanese here, which I don't know what he's saying, but it's probably like just like come here, little pup. <laughs> You're Joey, such a good boy. <laughs> Joey becomes Who's a good uh, boy. Just putty in Miyagi's hands. And I love that Ted is like immediately threatened. He's like Joey. <laughs> and as Miyagi's uh, walking away, he like adds insult to injury. He's like, hey, nice dog. That's definitely, that's anything Ted was like, my dog's mean and everybody's scared of my dog. No, not that, that, not Miyagi. Nice dog. Have you seen his collar? I know, you know, I mean, some of the greatest, some, some of the most gothiest looking dogs, like are the nicest, you know, like if you got the, the, the spike collar or, you know, like the leather chaps, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Like I'm pretty sure Shelby wears like a scary, like a scary collar, but. She is very, like, she's a very sweet dog. <laughs> um, and yeah, Julie's stunned because Miyagi has turned into the dog whisperer here. Uh, and he <laughs> says that it's like, anything's possible if you're not afraid. Which, I don't know, dogs that might be threatening, it's probably not, it's probably, I mean, I guess no, showing I mean, fear does, Dogs would be a do really respond to your vibe. Like, yeah. if you are afraid of the dog, the dog is concerned that you are going to lash out out of fear. Cause like, that's what they do. Right. So like, if you show a dog fear, it's going to respond with some fear right back. And maybe they're like fear based aggression. And so, so you're yeah, saying if you for any confidently, angry... oh, please go ahead. if you confidently approach a dog and say, we're going to be friends. Yeah. Uh, unless that dog has some like you based trauma, um, you're probably going to do okay. So you're saying uh, fear does not exist in this doggo? <laughs> does it? No sensei? Okay. Uh, at least you laughed at that. I was worried that like, you were like, you'd be like, what are you talking about? I've seen two minutes of that movie. Uh, I mean, I didn't know you were referring. Like, I'm, I just assumed you were referencing something I hadn't seen. So I, <laughs> I know how to listen. I'm a very smart dog. <laughs> I know how. I know what I'm being, uh, what trick I'm being led to. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm a very good dog. Uh, nice puppy. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> very, very nice dog. Uh, so, yeah, she's like, I wish you, I had your courage. And he's like, I wish I had a chocolate bar with almonds. And she's like, I got him. Like, Miyagi suddenly in this movie is a chocoholic. Like, he's just like, he wants those chocolate bars immediately. Uh, and yes, we just went through a th- very scary, threatening situation. Uh, but yeah, it's like, I, I think I, he's just, he's trying to, I, it's a, I think it's another teaching thing of like, listen, it's only a big deal. If you make it a big deal, I just talked to a dog. I didn't do anything special. Yeah. Don't, don't make this into like hero effort. It, I, I literally talked to a dog. I'm Can I please human. have my chocolate bar? I'm I'm still hungry over here. Yeah. Yeah. Is this, is this Miyagi's way of saying moving on? 
I think it might be. <laughs> I think it might be. So Ted comes out outraged because Miyagi apparently broke his dog. <laughs> <laughs> Did you put a spell on my dog? I, I, I live in this gas station. I believe in, in witchcraft. Yeah. What you turned him dog? into a damn chicken. Like, it, what? Has this dog actually, like, does this dog regularly, like, just eat people? What's, I don't get it. <laughs> right, right. What yeah. was the desired outcome? Does Ted think that the dog is just going to be friendly to everybody now or or whimper or whatever? Because it does kind of like whimper or a little Was the bit dog worse. literally supposed to bar Julie from leaving? Or bite her or she makes any or, sort of, but, yeah. Or like, yeah, like. I'd like to know how many uh, gas station assaults happened <laughs> before Mr. Miyagi and Julie showed Right. <laughs> Did the dog come with the gas station when they scouted the location? Right. <laughs> That dog will do. Uh, so, yeah, Miyaki drops another insult and is, and is doing it this time in his more classic fortune cookie style. Sometimes animals have more sense than human. but I mean. I mean, it's very true. I mean, it's also like, yeah, it's just like true. They have, Sometimes they have additional senses. Like there's, they have, their sense of smell is better than ours. So it's like true, but it's also like Eastern wisdom true. Yeah. Yeah. Mystical wisdom true. Yeah. Uh, and, and, he, and this is Miyagi's usual play. He drops a riddle. He drops something mysterious and he, and he walks away. But the, Ted's just not going to let them leave. He even grabs Julie. He says, you ain't going until I say so. Dude, this is a teenage girl. What are you doing? <laughs> That's my question. Like, what exactly is Ted's plan here? Like, What's your goal, my dude? <laughs> does he think that something's going to happen here? Like, she's going to meet him at the docks, too? And <laughs> what? Like, I just. You are a grown man old enough to be her father. Right. What is your intention here? It's 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 gross, whatever it is, I'm sure. I don't uh, like it. I'm deeply unsettled. And again, it's just like what what empowers. I him need to go to see some monks. This? Yes. <laughs> yeah. We we should bring Ted to the monks. Uh <laughs> Ted could probably benefit from a visit to some monks. Yes. Yeah. So Miyagi tells Ted to let her go, which is, I think is exactly what Ted wanted because it's like, he really wants to get into a fight with this old guy. He wants to pound this old guy for breaking his dog. Ted, Ted's got, Ted's mixed up in the head. <laughs> and, and it's funny because it's none of his, like, I, like uh, Ernie, the gas station attendant is the only one who's just like, Hey, he's kind of standing back a little bit like, Oh man, this is going to happen again or whatever. Ernie's like, Ted, this is my place of business. <laughs> this, this again. Um, You're come on. <laughs> so Ted pushes Miyagi and he just stands there and then Miyagi just goes fighting. Not good. So, uh, he warned him cause when Ted tries to push him again, Miyagi grabs him, twists his arm behind his back and then, we have Leon come up from behind and try to kick Miyagi. At least that's what it says in the novelization. That's what he's trying to do. Uh, but then he kicks Ned or Ned, Ned, Ted. Well, they're both complete disgusting a-holes. Uh, he kicks Ted instead. <laughs> um, and this is just at this point where I have to celebrate. We are now maybe 46, 47 minutes into the movie and we finally have some karate. Uh, if this is karate, I don't know. This is more like, I'm just going to manipulate this person into this person and this person into that person. I mean, it's path of least resistance karate, right? It's like, yeah, it's passive fistati. 
Mm. I don't know, man. I love that pasta facade. <laughs> you, you get a good pesto on that? Oh, <laughs> oh man, that sounds good now. I'm hungry. Uh, nobody brought me my nobody brought me my raw meat today. <laughs> Somebody bring this angel some meat. No. Oh. Oh. Nobody checked my water bottle. Yeah. Also, like. How is it that Leon is standing right behind them and he tries to kick Miyagi and he kicks Ted instead? Like, how did he even miss? Because <laughs> these kind of goons always think they're going to be, like, good at fighting. Yeah. And, but they've never actually done it. They've just mm-hmm. been, like, a drunk dude swinging on another drunk dude. Right. And so when they... And and it, the, the feedback is always just like, yeah, cool, man! Because everybody <laughs> else is drunk, too. Right. So when they try and swing on a sober man who is Mr. Miyagi, yeah, it's just like they get they absolutely just cannot anything. I will give it this: most action scenes uh, in the Karate Kid franchise is usually are usually one on one. It's never like oh he's mm, he's yeah. busy with the other guy. I'm going to try to get him from behind as he's but it, but of course Miyagi is you know he's too good he he. Knows Miyagi knows what's on. coming. Miyagi yeah. know Miyagi's like, oh, this dingbat was a, trying to get his dog <laughs> to eat me. He yeah. like, there's no way this is gonna be a good clean fight. So yeah, he kicks his friend. Uh, Leon kicks Ted, and then Miyagi takes Ted's arm and then elbows Leon with it. And then we get the classic: Hey, we're fighting near like some sort of mechanic or near a car. Hey, is it a Fast and Furious movie? Somebody's gonna grab a crowbar. <laughs> well yeah why wouldn't you it was right there so Miyagi then presents Ted to this guy Roland who has mm-hmm. the crowbar and so says, here Roland, Roland clock him in the face please <laughs> and and Roland goes right ahead and does it and Roland says you got it Mr. Miyagi <laughs> so it really looks like these guys are trying to help Miyagi but then Miyagi keeps hurting them instead like he, he, he uh, elbows Leon now he's going to take Ted's head, shove it into Roland's stomach, and then bring his head up to quickly just, like, drive his nose into his brain. (laughs) I Uh, mean, listen, Mr. Miyagi doesn't want to fight. If you make him have to fight, he's going to do it, like, he's going to try and take him out of commission as quickly as possible so that he can be, like, done with the fight. Right. But I'm saying, like, they're trying to help him, and he keeps hurting them. (laughs) Yeah, well, Is he, like, a berserker? (laughs) Sometimes when people try and help us, we're not ready to accept their help. <laughs> and we lash out. These are valuable lessons. For There's everything. a lot of metaphors about like self-growth and healing in this movie. This movie's just really about healing. The next Karate Kid, more like like, like the next level. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Heal, the next level of your soul. Level up your soul. What am I, uh, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> So back on Tony Danza, uh, what else has he been in? <laughs> Words are just coming out of my mouth. Am I making sentences? Cool. Uh, the, the jury's out. Uh, we'll find out. <laughs> Jeff will tell us. Uh, all right. So, uh, yeah, Miyagi then drops Ted's limp body to the ground. He's <laughs> like, fighting not good. Somebody always gets hurt. And that's when Ernie's like, hey, I totally agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. You're I don't right. want to be part of this. <laughs> So uh, we cut to uh, Miyagi and Julie on the road again. Julie is wowed. Miyagi, of course, hates fighting. Miyagi 
always hates it. And he says it in every movie. But, yeah, I mean, in the last movie, I did catch an interview for Pat Morita where, you know, he ends up fighting both Kreese and Terry Silver. And they're like – and he's like, oh, yeah, they always want me to fight somebody. Like, they like – that you know, it's it's always a big part of the movie. So it's like we needed somebody for Miyagi to fight, and I guess they couldn't have him fight the alpha elite. Um, right, he can't fight teenagers. Right, I mean, he couldn't uh, in the first movie. <laughs> well, he's older now; he's learned. Yeah. Um, also, these are scarier teenagers, I think. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the alpha elites I think are much scarier than uh, Johnny Cobra Kai. His, really? Than the teenage Cobra Kai. Yeah, they're teenage these alpha elites. These dudes are like, these dudes are like pathological creepers. That's true. Yeah, they there's, a, there's a few like, Cobra Kai's with they, uh, hearts. <laughs> these these guys seem like uh, paramilitary. Like they're not just right. like some dudes that go to the you know questionable dojo. <laughs> these are some like JROTC like want to be Navy SEAL goons. Ah, uh, ooh, Navy SEALs. Um, I don't know. I just, I just feel like they are scarier because they feel they, they have a more righteous sense of rightness. Uh, and yeah. Now you're just whatever. Talking. Righteous people free. <laughs> righteous people free. People that have like a righteous sense of right and wrong, and that they are the ones doing they right. Believe, yeah. uh, freak me out. Yeah. Um. They, of course, also have Bad Teacher, just like the Cobras did. Um, well, yeah. I mean, he's, he's, their teacher was literally telling them, like, a t- drop a candy wrapper on the ground. You make them eat it. They see, you see them spray paint, spray paint it in their eyes. Yeah, um, there's, like, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Comfortable men in this movie. I think it, what this movie, the, like, the whole, really, the theme is, like, men are bad. And maybe that's what speaks to me. Yeah. Is this the prequel to the movie Men, where uh, a woman is constantly being harassed by the same man in different... Uh, you haven't seen that movie. <laughs> recent horror movie. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah. He says, Miyagi's always looking for a way not to fight. He hates fighting. Was most unfortunate. And Julie says, unfortunate? Aren't you glad you kicked that guy's butt? And he says, uh, not want to kick anything. Was most unfortunate. Their butts were attached to small brains. Uh, which I got to say, Julie had a laugh and my eight-year-old, uh, whose name is Juliet, actually, uh, was watching the scene with me and she had a big laugh at that line. Uh, I wrote it down. That was going to be my end of the show quote. Well, it's not like... You... I, 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 think, I still think it's funny. Yeah. Because uh, it is funny. I think it's be, I think Juliet was amazed that, he, uh, that, he, that this old guy said, but... Because <laughs> <laughs> old guys forget words. Right, right. <laughs> like, but... <laughs> Um, also he, he doesn't like fighting. They both don't like wearing seatbelts either. Is this a nineties thing too? Or is this just I, like a movie? Yeah, thing? I think, I really think it was, uh, I, I honestly think it was like, you can't, people won't think that your characters are cool if they wear their seatbelts. <laughs> right. Cause there had to be like a huge, there was like a huge ad council campaign about like wearing seatbelts uh, um, because people didn't do it. <laughs> Yeah, well, now it's like you cannot, you cannot, I mean, sorry, if I have to, like, drive my car, uh, like, down the road or something, or, like, uh, move it around in my driveway or whatever. I live in an apartment complex. To get from, if I stop and get my mail on the way in and don't fasten my seatbelt between getting the mail and 
getting to my apartment door, my car flips out at oh, me. You can't. It's so it, they make it super annoying to not wear your seatbelt. And I, I like, look, seatbelts save lives. So, yeah. all right. But I do have to keep the passenger seat seatbelt clicked at all times because oh, really? if I take my dog on a trip with me. Oh, I see. Yeah. She'll move around from the back, like the middle seat <laughs> to the back seat. So like she'll re-trigger that like beeping and it's, it is the absolute, it's an, I hate, it's a nightmare. <laughs> All right. So in the next scene, Miyagi rings a gong outside an old stone wall. And I'm wondering if Miyagi's even told Julie where they're going. No, just a special place. Just a special special place. school vacation. Yeah. You guys, is it a suspended from school vacation? <laughs> this isn't Tahiti. What, the, what are we doing here? And he has them wait uh, outside because you just apparently. He just sits down in a suitcase. Yeah. You just ring the bell and uh, hopefully eventually, like I would be nervous. I'd be like, can we just like ring the bell like once an hour or something? Like, you know, monks work on own time. Yeah. But do they just hear the bell and they're like, we'll get it. Oh yeah. Like, did they hear it and, or did they not hear it? And they're not coming because they didn't hear it <laughs> or did they hear it? And they're just like, yeah, we'll be with you when we're with you. Right. Or did yeah. like I not do it right and they didn't hear it? No, I get what you're saying. Gas pumps. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go secure all of our fuel. <laughs> and yeah, I really feel like he didn't even tell Julie because when all of a sudden the gate opens and there are monks standing there, three monks, she looks stunned. <laughs> She's like stunned in place. And Miyagi has to say, Julie son, to get her to start moving. And oh, yeah. Uh... He 100% didn't tell her where they were going. <laughs> It's just like, why does Miyagi... This man loves a, a joke. Like, this man loves to keep, like, a... He's big on Like, secrets. a low-key joke. Yeah. Yeah. This and is, like, a Miyagi you, joke. He's, he's learning. He's teaching you anything. That, I mean, it, it's really called, like, it's a verb that's used. Like, you Miyagi'd me. Like, if I, I, I did something... I made you do something, or I did something you didn't know, and, I'll, you know... I mean, one of the things she needs to learn is patience. So she didn't need to know where they were going. She wasn't driving uh, there. Well, she's so doing she pretty good for that, till they, She could wait till they got to the destination to figure out where it was. Right. I wonder how many times Julie asked, are we there yet? <laughs> she had no idea where they were going. I we think going she's, further, further she's out into the by woods. now <laughs> learned that if you ask Miyagi, if you're there yet, he will purposely go out of the way to make it take longer to get there. <laughs> Cause that's like, that's definitely something he would do. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, unless you have anything else you wanted to talk about this movie, I mean, you, here, this is it. This is the next Karate Kid. Is there something, anything about this movie you wanted to mention before we wrap it up for the week? No, I think I got it all. All right. All right. Uh, well, it does look like we need to pause for the weekend, but don't worry, listeners. Just ring the bell and wait outside the podcast for the entire weekend. We'll be sure to come out on Monday morning. Uh, but if they but, don't, just like wait a little bit longer because maybe <laughs> uh, Matt's still on vacation and forgot to tell robin again you might see or... matt wander out and look like look around like confused <laughs> <laughs> but uh thank you so much for uh joining me this week liz uh always a pleasure uh do you want to let everybody know about where they could find all the podcasts that you're going to be doing uh well for the foreseeable future you know you once you've listened to this episode uh there's gonna be hey movies by minutes is coming up uh, and we're doing it in person again and there's going to be some live streams and I'll be there for that I think live streams I mean, I and karaoke and, and karaoke dreams yeah I don't know if there will be any like 
I don't know if the karaoke is going to be available for viewing any way other than in person. Uh, but there will be some like, I don't know, trivia. Listen, I, I'm involved. I got a t-shirt and everything. As one real podcast of mine and like three <laughs> pretend ones on the back. Yes, yes. And, uh, you know. We're going to have to get that t-shirt re- uh, redone now. <laughs> it's uh, to add Kung Fu Panda minute. Is that what no, the garbage picking, field goal kicking Philadelphia. <laughs> Philadelphia <minute>. phenomenon. <laughs> hey, uh, listen, like, just wish really hard deep in your heart to hear an episode about that from uh, recorded live in Philadelphia. And maybe, maybe yes. it'll happen. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. The audio uh, probably won't be great, but. I assume this, I think, I'm pretty sure if I can think about it, if I'm thinking correctly, this podcast will be coming out like this particular one will be coming out like the day we're like hanging out in Philly. So, uh, (laughs) if you could find us, I'm familiar with your recording to release schedule. (laughs) Oh, oh, thank you. Okay. Good. It's not quite as immediate as uh, Fast and Furious, the cast and the Furious, but uh, it's close. Pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. Uh, so, uh, yeah, if you're in Philly, I look forward to uh, running through the streets in sweatpants and being chased by all the Karate Kid listeners, the Karate Kid Minute s- listeners. It's summertime. I'm not wearing sweatpants. What's wrong with you, man? Uh, awesome. Well, uh, again, thanks a lot. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we'll be back uh, next Monday, where I'm sure we're going to find out what's going on in that monastery. Uh, what's up with these monks? What's their deal? And what, how are they going to help Julie? We'll see. Uh, and until next time. What'd you do to my dog? Bye.